Welcome to the Kate Take Podcast, where we are all about taking inspiration into tangible action in order to create a life that we actually freaking love. Get ready to keep it real, keep it fun, and do some cool, epic shit together, girl. I'm your host, Kate, a 29-year-old entrepreneur, former teacher, wife, Frenchie mom, and just another woman in this world trying to make her way through life. You ready, babe, to make your dreams come true? Let's do it. Hello, beautiful human. How are you today? I am so excited to talk about today's topic and this episode because it is near and dear to my heart. And I think it is something that gets misconstrued a lot of the time of what this word leader even means. So today we're going to talk about how to be a leader in life and in business because Let's start here. First of all, what makes a leader? Think about this as you're listening to this, as you're folding your laundry or you're, you know, feeding your baby's lunch or dinner, whatever it is. What do you think makes a leader? Because that is a huge key indicator, first of all, of where you are at in your own personal growth journey. And that's asking yourself, what do you think makes a leader? Okay, are you thinking about someone in your head? Maybe it's someone at work. Maybe it's someone in your life. It's your best friend. Maybe it's somebody in your company. If you're in a network marketing company, it's your upline. Who are you thinking of? And what attributes do they possess? What in your head makes them be a leader. Because even pausing this episode right now and thinking through that piece, again, it's a huge piece of the puzzle of what do you think makes a leader? Because that is kind of square one. Let me share what I think makes anybody a leader. And to me, a leader simply first and foremost is somebody who leads themselves. It's pretty simple, right? It's just somebody who can lead themselves and lead themselves well, lead themselves in a positive direction. Because we obviously know that a leader can also be someone who brings people to a negative space, correct? In my mind, though, a leader is somebody who simply leads themselves first and foremost in a positive direction. That to me is step one of leadership. So to me, a leader is somebody who keeps their promises to themselves. That is a huge indicator to me of who a leader is. And I will just share this with you in my business that I partner with, with Beachbody. When I look for a potential coach who wants to join my team, this is the number one thing I look for is do they keep promises to themselves first and foremost? Because if you can't keep a promise to yourself Ooh, man, we have some work to do before you can help lead other people. And so for me, that looks to, you know, promises to, to myself, it's things like this. Do you work out when you say you're going to? Do you actually get your ass up and do your workout when you say you're going to work out? And I'm not saying things don't happen, but 90% of the time, are you consistent with your health and fitness routine? I'm not saying that means you have to be a size zero. God knows I'm not a size zero these days with pregnancy, but I work out when I say I'm going to, because I'm going to lead myself first and foremost. What promises are you keeping to yourself? Do you stick with what you say that you're going to do? 
something else. Like, do you lead yourself by showing up on time? Do you show up prepared? Do you show up promptly? I know that we don't all operate in like a type A mindset more like I do. I am an Enneagram three. I'm an achiever. I like to be planned, but do you show up prepared? To me, that makes a leader like do you show up for someone when you say that you're going to and are you there on time? Are you there ready for them? I think that makes a leader. These are just simple things to get you thinking about. Are you leading yourself first and foremost? Even small things. Do you get up with your alarm or do you press snooze 57 times? I'm not saying you're not a leader if you press snooze, but it's these little tiny things that when we string them all together, they they seem insignificant. They seem unimportant. They seem like if you don't do them, they won't matter. But that is truly, I know I've talked about this book on the podcast before, but the book, The Compound Effect, or the book Atomic Habits, that all goes back to this. Those small daily things matter. And to me, a leader, they lead themselves first. And if you're an average competent adult, I would, and you're listening to this, this alone to me, if you're listening to a self-growth, a self-development podcast, you are a leader because you are choosing to put something into your brain that's going to propel you forward, make you better, you know, you're, you're reflecting all those types of things. So if you're listening to this podcast, you probably already are a leader in some capacity. Now here is where we're going to kind of shift here is how do you become a better leader in life, in business? Because both of those things also translate. I have now been a leader in my business, in my network marketing company with my team for five years. It'll be six years coming up in September, which is nuts. And all of that started with just leading myself, leading myself just a little bit better each and every day. And so when you can get really good at leading yourself first, then you can get really good at leading other people. But if you're struggling with those first steps, please don't feel shame. Please don't feel guilt. Please don't feel like you are stuck, right? We've talked about growth mindset before. You can always be better. And if you are not leading yourself well right now, it doesn't mean that you won't. You just aren't leading yourself well yet. And I don't know if that was grammatically <laughs> grammatically correct. I can't even speak. I'm getting dumber by the day, just so you guys all know too with pregnancy. So if these podcasts get wilder and wilder coming up to April, just buckle up buttercup. Okay. Um, but get good at leading yourself first because leading yourself first. And that is quote period being a leader. It builds your confidence. Cause it's like these little deposits in your bucket of belief that say, Hey, I've done that. I do this. I keep promises to myself. I show up when I say I'm going to, I'm healthy. I'm strong. All these things build you up to realize like, Oh man, I, I can, I can lead other, I can lead myself. I can lead other people now too. Because what happens a lot in leadership is that people mix up leadership and management. And I guarantee if you're listening to this podcast and you are in corporate America, you know the people at your job that are true leaders and are managers and micromanaging. I have worked at schools where people were leaders and they actually cultivated relationships and they helped lead their teachers. And I've worked in schools where people were managers and they micromanaged all their teachers. A manager is not 
a leader, someone who micromanages every little thing that their people do, that's not a leader. Someone who leads with shame or guilt is not a leader. So if somebody is leaving you feeling worse than when you um, got there, First of all, do take a look and ask yourself, are they leading me and giving me constructive criticism? And I just haven't stepped up my leadership enough to realize that constructive criticism is needed in order for me to grow. So ask yourself that, because if you're in a victim mindset or if you're in a lack mindset, you're going to think that any type of um, feedback is just like mean or whatever. It's not. So ask yourself that first. But overall, I think we can tell that difference between the person who is shaming us and guilting us into doing what they want or, you know, whatever it is. And then if they're actually truly uplifting us, right? Because a leader, someone who mentors you, they are going to cut shit straight with you. They're going to say, Hey, have you thought about this? You might want to tweak that. What area have you reflected on? They're going to ask you those types of questions. And it doesn't mean you're bad. It just means that they're trying to level you up. But People who are trying to micromanage or guilt or shame you, that's not a leader. And if you are in a role, and we're going to talk about this right now, because, you know, your workplace, your classroom, if you're a teacher, if you are a parent, your children, how you conduct yourself as the classroom mom, if you are in a network marketing business, everybody is a leader at some capacity, at some time in their life every single day. I really cannot think of a situation or a career or a relationship where you aren't, you don't have a time, like you have to be a leader at some point. Now, of course, some of us want to take different roles. I love leading my team of women. I love mentoring coaches. I love helping people build their network marketing business through Beachbody because it truly, to me, is absolutely life-changing. And maybe for you, it looks totally different than my experience. Maybe for you, you're a stay-at-home mom. And so you're leading your little ones, right? But either way, you are a person who somewhere someone is looking to and they're thinking about, hmm, She's a leader. She makes me believe in myself. She makes me want to take action. All right. Here's one of my favorite quotes. Really leadership in life, in business, especially again, I'm going to relate this to my business. This is one of my favorite quotes ever. It's a Zig Ziglar quote. He's like a huge guru in the personal development world. I think he was old school, like, I don't know, 90s, which I, 90s aren't that long ago, but you know what I'm saying? He has this quote and it says, if you help people get what they want, they will help you get what you want. If you help people get what they want, they will help you get what you want. And at first you might think like, okay, like I don't get that. Or for some people, I'm sure if they heard network marketing and then they heard that quote, like, oh my God, she just is like trying to get her coaches to do this and that so that she can rank advance or whatever. Nope. No, 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 back it up. Truly, that's what leadership is. I think back to when I was a third grade teacher, when I taught multiplication and reading and phonics and all that shit to my kids. If I help my little people in the classroom get what they wanted, which was safety, love, belonging, learning, fun, I knew that they would do well on their 
growth tests, right? They would do better on their um, assessments that I was giving to them. That's what they wanted. They wanted love and fun and belonging and learning. And they wanted a teacher who was engaged. And when I gave that to them, they helped me get what I wanted. And what I wanted was for those little third graders to have a great school year, to have fun, to love learning, to have a growth mindset. And yeah, do well on tests and all that kind of shit too. In my business now, my, my goal, my dream, my vision, my ultimate that I want as a coach is to help other hardworking, coachable, dreaming millennial women do what they want, when they want, how they want. I want to help women get to grow into themselves and grow this business the way that it's grown and changed my life. And so if I help my coaches that I mentor when they come on my team, if I help them reach their health and fitness goals through my fitness programs. If I help them, you know, start their first challenge group and help their own clients and help them earn their first paycheck, guess what? They're going to help fulfill my want, my need to create this huge team of women who say, fuck the norm. I want to do what I want. I want to be, you know, it's like, man, how cool is that friends? And you can apply that quote to any role that you have in your life, motherhood or your job or your classroom, whatever. If you help people get what they want, they'll help you get what you want. And what an amazing thing that is, because we can just, it it's that whole notion of like all tides rise ships, correct? And we need to all rise together. And if, man, imagine if our whole world operated that way, right? Man, it would be amazing. So Anyway, a few things as far as leadership goes in life and in business, and again, whatever role that you're in, these kind of five things I took from um, just some notes from John C. Maxwell. And if you don't know who he is, he is um, just, he's like someone like when you think of like leadership, personal development, people think of John C. Maxwell. Now I will say caveat, um, he is a, you know, an old white man. <laughs> so we do want to take in a bit of his perspective of white maleness in our society. Right. And just making sure that we're thinking of that as we're trying to have a, you know, more broad lens. And I've definitely expanded my mind as far as other people who are in the leadership. Um, but I will say John C. Maxwell has literally any of his books are so good for leadership and not just if you're in the business world, but for anything, because we're all leaders, correct? So here's a few things that he kind of has had in some of his books. And I just wanted to share them with you today because they are so good on how to be a leader. So the first thing is, is that the greatest reflection on a leader being a true leader is whether or not they're influencing someone, right? You don't have to be have an Instagram following of a hundred thousand people to be an influencer. You don't need to have a viral TikTok account to be honestly, some of those people who have a million followers on Instagram are fucking duds. <laughs> I see some of these people who are like fashion bloggers. It's like, what is so inspiring about you freaking holding your phone over your face and sharing an Amazon outfit? I don't know. But if you're influencing even one person. You are a leader. So same thing. It goes back. If you have one child, if you have a nephew or a niece, the greatest reflection of a leader being a true leader is whether they are influencing anyone. Do people want to follow what you do? And again, 
I say this all the time to the coaches that I mentor, my new coaches that I mentor on my team specifically, they always think that like all of a sudden they are signing up with me. Maybe they've been in a challenge group. They want to run their own and they're going to be a coach. All of a sudden they're like, I don't know how to be a leader. I'm like, girlfriend, step one, do you lead yourself? Cool. Now go get one other person to follow you to do the same thing. That's it. So the greatest reflection of a true leader is, are you influencing anyone? And again, start small. You can't influence 500 people before you've influenced one, right? How empowering is that? The second thing that makes a really, really great leader that John C. Maxwell talks about is that relationships grow loyalty, influence, and ultimately business and life. So are you about the bottom line in your, in your job, in your, in whatever it is that you do, bottom line for you might be corporate America. Maybe it's something you need to manage with your team in network marketing. It might be a rank you're trying to hit or, um, a status like, you know, in Beachbody elite or premier, um, whatever that is for you. If you're a teacher, maybe it's your MCA scores. Okay. But are you concerned about only the bottom line or do you care about who you are all becoming on the way to that goal. You need to think, are you a leader? Ask themselves this. Are you focused on growth or are you focused on outcome? Because I can tell you, honestly, the first probably three years of my business, I was very focused on just outcome. And I am a very hard worker. I'm an Enneagram three. I can work for 14 hours straight and it does not bug me. So for me, I could still get these outcomes I wanted within my business of certain ranks and income and accolades. But I really have become a much, much more happy, patient, influential leader because now I really care a lot more about the growth because I have learned that with solid relationships, grows that loyalty, grows that true connection. You know people's why, you know what people are trying to do. And the cool thing when you focus on relationships and you cultivate those is that you get the outcome that you want ultimately. And it doesn't mean that you lower your your standards, but you really have to realize as a leader, especially I think to the teachers listening to this podcast, if you only give a shit about your MCA scores and you have no relationship with your students, and I know it's so hard in the teaching world because they shove down MCA scores and all that bullshit, but if you don't have a solid relationship with your kids, you're not going to get the outcome you want on those MCAs anyway. So remember, a, a leader focuses on growing true loyalty and true influence through real relationships, okay? Third thing, ask questions and be learning with your team. A leader is willing to say, I am here to learn too. I think we think, again, we get into this idea where if we've, if we've had a leadership position or maybe you've gotten promoted in your job, you are not going to be an expert tomorrow. It's okay to ask questions. A leader is willing to say, you know, I'm not sure. I'm going to go double check. I'm going to take the initiative. I'm going to go talk to someone else that knows this. And then I'm going to come back to you. It's okay to ask questions. You're not stupid. You're a human being. Not everybody knows fucking everything about everything. Okay. The fourth thing is 
when you navigate as a leader, when you navigate navigate through multiple tough experiences, your followers, I don't even know if I like that word, but whatever, the people following you, because I guess leaders do have followers, whatever, um, they're gonna, when you've gone through a tough experience and you are vulnerable with those people on your team, they're gonna have more respect for where you've been, right? You have to realize that you going through tough experiences as a leader and sharing that that was tough is huge. My team, my coaches, I constantly am telling them about my tough experiences, my failures, and how I got through them. And as someone who's super passionate about speaking and, you know, I would love to speak on a stage someday. It's like, when I go to my Beachbody events and we hear from these, you know, we are so lucky. We've had top, I mean, we've had Rachel Hollis, we've had Brendan Bouchard, we've had Gary V. We've had these major speakers at our corporate events. Their stories are amazing. And I look to them as leaders because they tell me about all the times they failed and how they got back up. And as a leader, you need to do that too. Nobody will give a shit about following you and think they're not going to think you're a leader. I feel like everything was easy. I never had a tough experience and you don't get vulnerable with them. Now, caveat here, you have to get through the shit, right? I think when you're in the muck, you don't necessarily need to share with someone that you're in the muck, but you can definitely navigate through it and share how you've gotten or are getting out of it. Correct. Sort of like when we had Heather on the podcast talking about her IVF journey, she was very real to be like, no, I'm still kind of in it sometimes. And that's leadership right there is saying, I've had this tough experience, but I'm getting through it. And the thing is your organization, your people following you, they're going to realize, okay, if she got through this, so can I. It's just so powerful and it's so simple. It's so simple. Do you see how you don't have to overthink this? You truly don't. Okay, fifth thing that a leader does, and you're gonna giggle because I've talked about this on the podcast, but a leader has a growth mindset and a vision-focused mindset. They are constantly showing their team, this is where the train is going and why. This is so important. If you haven't gone back and listened to the growth mindset versus fixed mindset podcast I had on here a little while back, give that a listen. It is a great episode, but a a leader truly has to have that growth mindset because a true leader or someone who wants to grow into a better leader has to realize you're not the best. You're not, you're not ever going to be the best. You're never going to know everything. It is that power of yet mindset. That's the first piece of this. But the thing that you need to adopt as a leader, and we will be having a guest coming up here soon who will really be talking about cultivating a vision, and and she's going to be amazing. So stay tuned for that. But right now, realize that you have got to know why the hell you're doing what you're doing. John C. Maxwell refers to this as people buy into the leader before they buy into the vision. So people buy into the leader, they're going to buy into you first. That's first step. They're going to be looking at you and say, does she keep her promises? That's step one of leadership. Oh, does she share that she's learning? Okay, I'm buying in more. Ooh, she went through this tough experience. She was vulnerable. She shared how she got through it. That's amazing. Okay, I'm bought into her. 
I am bought into where this person is going. She is a leader. Once people have bought into you because you've done those other things, now they're ready to hear you say, this is where the train is going. And again, I'm relating this back to my experience in my five years of being a coach. If you have followed me from day one, you have seen me go from leading myself And this is not to brag, but maybe because I have worked really fucking hard on my leadership. And that's why I'm here telling you. So maybe it is a humble brag. But if you've been around for these five years, quick of my story is you would have seen when I started, it was just my fitness journey. That was it. It was my health, my fitness journey. I lost 20 pounds with Beachbody programs. I shared that. I was first step leading myself. And as I grew as a coach through being around other um, leaders on my team, other people who were also growing as I cultivated um, deep relationships with those on my team, with those in my challenge groups, as I shared, this is who I want to become on the way to the goal. As I've shared vulnerability with my team and my audience on social media, if you guys have followed me, you have seen the evolution of just a health and fitness journey to a I think talking a lot about the someday, I look back at my posts from three years ago where I talked about how much I loved teaching, how much I loved relationships, but how stuck I felt in the classroom. And I constantly was sharing on my social media that someday I would be a full-time coach, that someday when I was pregnant, I wouldn't have to worry about maternity leave, that someday I was going to grow a team of other women who are going to be full-time coaches. I'm constantly sharing where my train is going with my team and with you listening to this podcast and people on my social media. I'm constantly saying right now, I'm constantly sharing that I am, you know, I'm only going to take on coaches until April because my train is going to motherhood and I did not work this fucking hard to be a slave to my job, which I love my job to death. So I'm still going to probably plug in because it will be addicting not to, but my train is going where I want to give other millennial women this freedom. And I'm not afraid to say that that's a part of my vision, but you've got to ask yourself, are you sharing that with your team? Again, your team might be your family. It might be your three kids at home. It might be having a conversation with your husband or wife and saying, where do we want our family to go and leading the people so that first they're going to buy into the leader then they're going to buy into the vision, right? And how cool is that? Because the most amazing thing when you start evolving as a leader is that you start to see your people do all of those steps. You see your, your, those people that you're in community with that are following you, that are feeling your influence. You see them taking all of these steps and the ripple effect is the most beautiful thing you will ever ever see. It is why I am so addicted to my job as a coach and a mentor. It is why I will be doing this forever because I love seeing women on my team develop these layers and develop this life. And I love seeing where they say that their train is going and then it ends up there. And you have to realize you're listening to this podcast today. You know 
in your heart, in your gut, where you want your train to go. You know it. And you just have to realize that you have to go through some of these steps, some of these layers to actually get there. And you can't reach the end, you know, end of the rainbow, end of the dream, whatever. You can't reach it without people around you. Whether, you know, for me, that's my team through Beachbody or for you, that's your family or that's your classroom or that's your whole school, right? Guys, oh my gosh, I'm so fired up. I just get so excited about this topic because every single person can be a leader. And so I wanna just leave you with a couple of things as we head off to the rest of our day here. The first thing is, if you want to be a better leader, start with those small things of keeping the promises to yourself. Grab a notebook, what promises are you breaking? How can you break that habit um, of, of, of not keeping promises to yourself? That's the first thing. The second thing is, if you want to be a better leader, I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but there is this website called Google and you can type in leadership personal development and you'll get a whole bunch of books that pop up. <laughs> Sorry, I just laugh because sometimes people are like, what's your favorite personal development book? I'm like, have you Googled one book on your own? <laughs> but if you do want to get better at uh, being a leader, I really do, like I said, suggest John C. Maxwell. Again, it's going to have a bit of a, a white male perspective, but he's, I mean, he's got so much goodness in there. I also honestly find a lot of, um, for myself, is I think of people that I admire, whether that be uh, celebrities or politicians or people basically who's written memoirs. Memoirs to me are one of my favorite genres to read in general, but I really, really love them because I pick people that I'm inspired by and I read their memoirs and then I can pick up their traits throughout their own words of what makes them a leader. So I love, love, love Michelle Obama's book, Becoming. She talks about leadership. I just finished Barack's book. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty good. Any president's book really is, is pretty awesome to read, but his book was fantastic. So I also really like memoirs. I just think it's a great way to also learn about leadership from people in a different way. That's not so, you know, maybe cut and dry, like a personal development book might be, but that's the thing too. A lot of the time, what we need to learn, like it's not going to always be like the fluffy personal development, right? Sometimes you need these like straight up, like how to be a leader by John C. Maxwell and <laughs> go read those because they are very helpful. Um, okay. Another tip that I want to leave you with to become a better leader in life and in business is ask a leader in the space that you are trying to grow in, ask them for a little bit of their time. Um, Molly Asplin referenced this. I think it was episode seven when I interviewed her of how when she was still in corporate America, she asked people that were that she admired in her corporate job to give her a little bit of time. And that is so, that's such a great idea. If, if there's a teacher at your school or a principal down the road that, you know, they're a great leader, whatever, or a mom in a mom's group or what, whoever it is, find them, ask them for a little bit of their time. And you know what? They're going to be very um, happy that you asked. They're not going to think it's weird. I know I get very honored when people are like, Hey, I have these questions. I have these problems. I'm, I'm ready to have a very in-depth combo. Can we have a talk? Right? Like not just like anyone's a camel one-on-one, but like actually like they're being observant. That's amazing. And then honestly, hire a coach, get a coach. I have Molly is, you know, one of my mentors in business, but not just Molly. I mean, I have, um, 
I've hired, I have paid thousands of dollars every, every single year. I have found different business coaches to help me become a better leader. And I will find one again this year. I've done it the past three years. Every single coach I've ever hired has a little bit of a different spin or a twist. And again, Google or ask friends if you know, there's so many people out there that are niched in with your specific business or whatever it is that you do, hire them. I am such a firm believer too, that what you put into your business, you get out. What you put into your life, you get out. So whatever that is for you, maybe you're not building a business like I am. You just want to be a better leader in life or with your family. Go see, go search Instagram, search hashtags, find a coach that you can hire or a course, something like that where you can evolve and grow yourself. And what I want to leave you with today is this quote, because I absolutely love it. It is a John C. Maxwell quote. And I really do think this also sums up just leadership as a whole, which is people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. I love that because that is the heart of my coaching of what I do with the women on my team. It's what I do right here on this podcast with you is at the end of the day, somebody that you admire, somebody that you see as a leader. If you want to grow in that space, guys, people don't care how much, you know, they don't, you do not have to be an expert. Of course you want to be able to teach people, but really people want to know how much you care. And that is the coolest thing with being a leader. And as you grow in your leadership is that you get to be around people who care about the same things that you do, that elevate you, that make you better. And man, it's just, it's the best. It is really, truly the best. So I hope that this was really helpful for you today, no matter what space you're in. And I just want to say thank you for listening. Um, As always, you can follow me on the Kate Take Podcast Instagram. You can follow me on my personal account at underscore Kate Brown. And I will just plug this really quick too. If you're listening to this, you think, man, I'd like to be in community with Kate, or I thought about starting my own coaching business through Beachbody like she has. I've mentioned this the past couple of weeks, but I am taking on 10 new people to mentor. And what we talked about today is sort of tip of the iceberg of what I do with my business building coaches who want to build their business, Beachbody business on the side or to grow it full-time like I have. And so I am taking on 10 new coaches, um, January, February, and March. I will be taking a bit of a break with a maternity leave when the baby comes in April. So if you are interested in joining my new coach mentorship that is starting up here very soon, um, and and it's you, the cool thing about it is you get to be around other women who are doing, they're they're learning all this right here with you. So I would be honored. Please do not be afraid to reach out. You can connect with me on Instagram or if you're interested in one of those mentorship spots, just shoot me an email that says mentorship spot to coachkate1 at gmail.com and I will get back to you ASAP. Thank you for tuning in. Please share this podcast today with somebody who needs it. I appreciate you so, so much. And we will see you next week on the Cake Take.